nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Evening and welcome to uh, San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. Uh, there's two games this week. Uh, we're going to try to do a double shift. Uh, talk briefly about um, the New Mexico uh, San Antonio match, or I guess not briefly, but talk in a little bit more in detail about San Antonio New Mexico, and then talk about the uh, game on Tuesday against Colorado Springs, which is a makeup of COVID uh, of COVID match uh, that was canceled. Joining me, Matt, Rafa, Robert. So we'll start with you, Matt. How are you doing? Pretty great. Just another day of soccer. Robert, how are you? How was your evening last night? Not bad. It was fun. I mean, uh, had a good time. Uh, wasn't quite the result we were wanting, but like I said, nowadays I guess we're getting spoiled. So <laughs> you got to, uh, you know, take the, the good with the bad and just figure it out and then uh, on to the next. And I'm, uh, the work week's coming too, so that's no fun. <laughs> Rafa, I don't like your kit. I, I think you need to go change it. Well, is it Yeah, they won this week. Yeah, they won the derby. So we won the derby, and then last night the uh, Club America won their derby with Chivas. So two, two out of three ain't bad. So I'm I know really she does it like yours. I know she supports like a lot of front right? runners. Huh? I say, if he doesn't like yours, then he likes mine, then. <laughs> yeah, 203 ain't bad as far as the weekend. As far as, I wish SAFC had one, but, hey, you know, hey, point's a point, so um, we're still at top. So. Just remember, no one's perfect. Yeah. No. <laughs> to me, the worst thing about the, the tie against New Mexico um, is it takes away SAFC's wiggle room that they have over Lou City. Um, yes, they got a one-point uh, one lead and one-game advantage. Uh, but their schedule down the stretch is a lot tougher. So, but uh, I would love the love the opportunity to be able to host the finals, uh, but it's not. So, uh, for me, it was a a pretty pretty good weekend. Um, Anna started playing rec soccer again, and she won uh, her two matches. And uh, AJ uh, and and his team uh, they had a a pretty good three two match uh, today with SA City that they ended up winning and AJ got his first goal in a couple of years because he's playing more up top where he, where he should be. So nice. Uh, awesome. did, he do his, did he do his dance after for the, like, the, like when they <laughs> no, they were down. And, and so it was the equaling goal. And, but uh, it was one of those games where they got a second goal. They celebrated a little bit more, um, but then they gave up late goal uh, to, Oh, what's the, uh, to Lions Academy. Uh, for that here so it was 2-2 at the late and then uh almost near death they got they got a uh, third goal which that one of course they celebrated and uh just with uh like with san antonio fc it got a little bit more chippier uh at the end where 
Uh, there was even a yellow card, which you know at U15, uh, usually you know the refs are pretty pretty lenient uh, on the uh, uh, on the uh, you know the, the thing there. And, and I know AJ was like, uh, you know, the player that he was going against kept holding him, and getting in front of him. He's like, man, he thought it was football. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a fun day, and then obviously SAFC last night. Fun match. Um, uh, I got called out a little bit by Chris Weehan, which we'll, we will see here. But uh, you know, he's a class guy. He did sign the uh, uh, flag that we uh, that uh, we were able to create uh, uh, on his uh, infamous handball or handball that got didn't get called. So um, class guy by Chris Weehan. But uh, unfortunately, he was the New Mexico player that scored. And if you watch the video, he points directly, and he was pointing at me. So uh, we'll see here. But looking at how we started out, Rafa. So we went with the. I know you and I had discussions uh, pre-match about what lineup it should be. They went with the uh, three, five, uh, two up top here: Tanner, Kamiri, Manley, Maloney, Gomez, PC, Abu, uh, Pirano, and then Sam and Baloney uh, 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 up top. Your thoughts on the lineup? I know you, I think you were hoping for a different lineup, uh, at least initially. Yeah, I was hoping for back, going back to the three back because, <clears throat> I don't know, we just don't do well when we have two two up top. And I was, I was hoping the back three to forwards. the 3-4-3 three, 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 or even a 3-5-2. Well, the, with, the, with, the, with the attacking mid acting as a third forward because we, we, we've done well there. But this is more like parking the bus <laughs> kind of formation, but – um, but Maloney and like I said, and Gomez, you know, their their roles is playing everything, being wide and and, and pushing up wide and sending in crosses and so forth. But you know, like I said, we'll, we'll discuss more of that as far as as far as the game too. But it, it was a little su- surprise because I think this is the first time we've played. I think this formation in a while. You know, mostly while, yeah. yeah, it's been, mostly it's been a three five two. Or three four three, except for the last game, which we did play a four back, which was a surprise there too. Well, we were short center back, so that's yeah. that's why. Robert, your thoughts on the lineup? Any any positives? Any negatives that you you want to spout? It, it just seems like uh, like always, Martinez trying different things. Some things work, sometimes they don't. This one didn't seem as successful. Um, <laughs> I mean, I really think the biggest thing in. Uh, what he's trying to combat in my mind is Garcia's absence being the field general in the back. So he's trying to compensate by trying different things just to see what works, what doesn't interchanging pieces. I mean, being in the position we're in, you know, he has that luxury to be able to kind of tinker with stuff at times. And then sometimes injuries play a role. So, but overall, like, you know, it's just one that may not be, <laughs> may not be the best to try in the future. Matt, any, any comments that you have? I'm just, just waiting for Garcia to come back, man. <laughs> just seeing the five back, I was like, "What are? Is this like a dangerous striking team, or what's going on?" But I, that's just me. I, I, I really want to see Garcia back out there. And also, uh, I, I thought they would have played uh, Jake in the first as a starter just to wiggle him in, but it, it is oh, what Jack, it is. You're talking about the new signing, Jack. Yeah. Oh, Jack. Yeah. My bad. To me, I think they could have played, you know, out of this, you know, just seeing this formation, I'd rather see Pirano up as a forward on the, as a third forward. And then you can slide in the, you know, Maloney up little, because he'll be, 
those Maloney and Ogumos will be up, and then you just have a boo and PC as your your as your center mids. But I'd rather see you know Pirano up up top, especially on the outside, because he just does a. I mean, you saw what he did last night. He was doing he was making people miss off the dribble. Yeah, yep. Here's yep. here's the problem, and I'm going to use your words against you, Rafa. <clears throat> You mentioned the problem with having Pirano up top, especially on the sides, is it seemed like, you know, Sam and, and Nacho, um, they were too heavy to one side. When they tried to cross it, we didn't have that height on the side because obviously if you're trying to cross it, which is something that San Antonio FC tries to do, mm-hmm. Pirano isn't winning many head balls unlike, you know, you know, you know, Collier as an example or not, and Nacho along those lines. So I'm wondering if maybe – you know, you have you have Sam, you have Nacho on one side. If you put Pirano more in the middle, even if it's you know, even if it's you know a little bit further back, like a false nine, if that would be better than putting him you know uh, up up top on, on the side here, you know, for that here, does that well, work he, a little bit better? Well, if he plays on the outside, let's say he plays on the right side, you know, and especially what you saw he did, especially like that, that one shot he missed. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have your forwards stay where they need to be. Like I said, you can have a, a Ditterin in the middle and switch Baloney to the to the left side. Pirano will be on the right. But what Pirano can do off the dribble is into the box. Is he can actually send crosses to a Ditterin or even to the backside to, Mal- to Baloney. And they can, you know, they'll be, ha- they'll, ha- they'll be 1v1 there to send the, you know, for shots. But it also sets up, <coughs> excuse me, the shot for Pirano, especially from the top of the 18th, since he's left-footed, he can come, he made a couple of those runs. He just didn't have yes. a space to shoot. But if he has a space to shoot, he can make some of those shots, in which he's done in the past. So that's where I, I rather see him play because he, he frees him up, playing kind of like with Gallegos. You remember when Gallegos mm-hmm. we had him on the outside too, so it and it freed him up to send crosses in or get those outside yeah. shots from the top of the key. Your thoughts, Robert? Yeah, no, I. I uh... I was really happy with some of the things I saw last night with Pirano. It like mm-hmm. it made me feel like there was flashes of like the old Pirano. Like he's taking people on, he's beating his man, he's doing creative stuff to like. I mean, he even like you know assisted on the goal. So like you're saying, a false nine may be a possibility, but like it's just a matter of trying the pieces, see where they fit, see what works, what doesn't. It's all about cohesion. I think that's what's kind of being lost right now in the offenses. We're not as cohesive as we were before. We had a system; it was working. Each person knew their role. Now it's kind of like. Everyone's trying different things, different places. So hopefully they can find some consistency, especially with the playoffs around the corner. So let's start with the uh, video highlights here. Um, I will say there's not a lot to this match, um, but uh, let's give it a shot. Breeze out of the southeast, 16 miles an hour. We're glad to have you along. Opening kick tonight brought to you by Pizza Hut and from San Diego, which is hosting Phoenix. So if both San Diego and Colorado just don't win and SAFC wins, then SAFC has an opportunity to take this off the table tonight. Record of 23, 16, and 16, and 55. That's not a goal, but Abu service is just so smooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For some reason, he just has a nap. That service, even if it wasn't a goal. Did he he can serve up a free kick and or even a long pass like that? That's un, it's uh, undervalued or doesn't mm-hmm. get talked about a lot. Do, do do you think also I think we're becoming a little too predictable sending the ball to the backside? Yes, because I'm noticing a lot of yeah. they're defending us a lot better there. 
I think I think he needs to kind of mix it up, send some balls inside the six to at least the score there to kind of make keep them honest because I think they're all pretty. See how they're all bunched up towards the back. They already say yeah. hey, they're going to look for for Tanner to get Tanner, that cross back Tanner, in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or look at right there if he headed it back. Who's that PC right there? God. Yeah, he's just sitting all by himself. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs to start mixing right it up a little bit. Yeah. Right. So, oh my gosh, look at that. <laughs> so would, would you would you rather have uh Pirano right here as opposed to PC? Like instead instead of having Pirano out here on on the um, on the left, would you rather had him and then dip back to where Tainer, you know, and of course you know and take a heck of a header to be able to do that, but sure. I, I think you can yeah, mix no. it up. You can mix it up. I mean, Pushing Pirano in the box on a header situation, I don't know. But I think we need to kind of shy away from playing the ball always to the backside. We need to start playing, forcing balls. I mean, you have a Ditter in, you have Nacho, or if you have Collier in there, you know, playing into the six, you know, a little, you know, flick and you know, a flick into the goals is a, is a possibility. And like I said, it's going to keep teams. Uh, keeping them from, you know, keep them honest on defending us on, on those set pieces. But I think we've already seen a pattern of we're playing it too much on that back, depending on that backside. I know yeah. we've gotten some goals, but I think now they're starting to see that too much as, hey, let, let's just mix it up a bit. Yeah, like maybe mix it up. Like you said, if you watch Sacramento, they do a good job of a set piece mix up. And mm-hmm. you never know what they're going to do. And there's some creative stuff. If you watch that game, I don't know, they did this little volley thing. It was It was wild. <laughs> Like, that's the kind of things that maybe we need to think about is, like, not just the same, you know, force it down the middle. So then moving on. That was actually a wicked shot, you know, when, when, when you watch the replay, how it dips at the end. Yellow shirts and just like that. See how dangerous that ball into the six? Yeah. And Abu serves it up. I think Bologna didn't get all of it, but if he really gets it on gets it looking more hit, that's that's I think that's it. Like this is old Piranha right here. <laughs> There's a couple of times. There was one shot. I wish he oh would have oh there we go. See, that's why we want him on the outside. That's the perfect example right there. Because if you look, you kind of play it back a bit where he's at on the top, on the corner of the 18. You know, if we have, if you have a dinner in there, you have, is it baloney? Well, it should have been a foul there because he did get fouled there. But you have your two guys there. So you're going to have the, their defense make a decision, either go up to him for his, to block his shot. And then if they do that, he can chip it up to the, one of our two uh, tall forwards there and get in and then like have him give him an opportunity to score. I wish Piranha would have passed on that, though. <laughs> if there, I think it would have had a better opportunity than the shot that he had. Just, I don't know if he got a whole lot on it. Counter opportunity for San Antonio. Nice click there by Adenarin. Yeah, that one. That one had more heat or more mustard than you realize. That one mm-hmm. right there, because it went through legs. It went through some guy's legs. So that can be tricky for a keeper. He he knuckled it. I think if he deflects it, that goes in. 
or if it's a little like further away, it just happened to get close to his body. All right, do you think Nacho's offsides here? There's some yellow right there. <laughs> I mean, it's close. That, that angle doesn't look as good, but when they show it from the backside, it looks less. It doesn't look obvious. That one, I mean, because I know sure. Somos Moss and Seth's already drawn his little VAR line saying, hey. <laughs> like right there, like that. I mean, from a certain angle, like you watch it, it doesn't look nearly as. So it's hard to say. It was a nice finish, though. Nice finish, yeah. It's it's like that right there. That that angle doesn't look it bad. Look at that one. That does not look. It's hard to say there, but from the one where there, the first angle, yes. From that, just, uh, a defender. All right. So who wants to talk this one out? I guess, I guess I, I can step in on this one. <laughs> oh, here's the situation right here. We have our oh, one he's doing, he's flexing. So we have a 2v2 here, uh, which, like I said, the ball's passed, passed off to the outside here, to the wing for New Mexico. So Jack or, or, or Shannon right have, here. and here's Shannon Shane. have to communicate who's going to get the ball, the guy with the ball. And then someone stay in that space because it's a possibility they can play it back to on the wall pass or even on the overlap you know, to defend that. Now we stop right there. That's where the communication needs to say, you know, and I think that ha this has for what it is is because they haven't played with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, that communication, I think that was the, the beginning of the breakdown. And yeah. if you continue on right there, stop right there. Both of them go. Yeah, that so guy one sucks everybody in. Back. Everybody sucks in. Yeah, someone needs to. Like, they left that guy in the in, in the, the wide. He yeah, one of, one in. of the one of the things like like I said when I coach club when I taught the defending is someone has to yo I got ball I got ball so that'll notify the other guy that's free to Definitely go back to the space or if you're gonna switch off switch 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 that guy's like I said Gomez could have gone to here because Jack. Could have if he had been communicated a lot better, he would have stayed back in that in that gap. Right Could have there. stayed further back and not get drawn yeah. in so much. And you see there, we have three guys onto the ball, which is already bad news there. You know, we shouldn't be we shouldn't have. So yeah, PC Abu and Shannon. This is where it gets bad right here. The wide pass, wide open. Now on this play. Gomez should have directed. Gomez should have directed um, Manly to go out to go out to that word there to the eighteen in the eighteen outside box to defend, and Shannon could have defended and what should have been with the attacker, the New Mexico attacker there. Persuade And there was like I said, lack, lack of communication. <laughs> and that was dedicated to Harry. <laughs> there. Yeah, there it is. Uh, he's got you. <laughs> he, yeah, I'm tired of that guy. I'm tired of him scoring into the field. <laughs> so here, here's my whole problem with this. If you watch the run by Chris, mm -hmm. he just ran. He, it's like he was jogging around. And I'm not a soccer player. You know, I never played. But to me, that you know, yes, they they over rotated. <laughs> But to me, letting Chris just walk in, 
you know, there's just way too much space. They're not covering him at all. To me, it's ball watching. That's that's lack of communication there. Uh, the one that should have picked them up was should have been Shannon Gomez. He saw him run, make that run. You know, he's not got. If he's thinking Manley's gonna get him, Manley's not in the position to get him. See, right there, Manley's looking this way, looking that that way. He needs to tell Shannon, "Hey, get him, get him. I got, I got this the space." But lack of communication there allowed him to get kind of sneak sneak in there. And it's good on New Mexico. I don't want to take yeah. anything away from New Mexico. They they you know they had this opportunity. Um, it's like I titled this, you know, one de- one defensive lapse, and this was a defensive lapse where, you know, you can go all the way from the start with with Jack and and um, Shannon to everybody going, you know, with uh, you know with, with with the player and Yearwood staying back, number three staying back, um, and then you know al- allowing uh, Chris Wayham just basically to to boss the box. It's just it's. Uh, I, I have a feeling Coach uh, Marcina is not going to be happy when he watches the tape on this play. I mean, I met, like I said, New Mexico took advantage of our laps, you know, and that's what you're but, supposed to do. And it leads to the thing we talked about earlier. I have one question. Do you think with Garcia back there commanding, it's not just his defensive ability, but his presence to dictate or organize the back line? He's almost like the, the quarterback of the defense in a way. I mean, the goalie's there too to dictate things too, but I think there's a presence there that's like underrated or undervalued. Like he's the one, in, like you go directing traffic, oh, I guess you could say. Yeah. But the one thing is said, Manley and Shannon have played together for pretty much all season long. Even the sure. games with, with um without Garcia, like I said, Manley, Tanner, and, and Mary have, have, have stepped it up. I, there is just a lack of communication there, you know, of who's supposed to get who. But, and, but, and and that and that was our, and that was a defensive last that New Mexico took advantage of, yeah, and, and that could sure. be corrected. I'm sure Marcina's probably jumped on their butts again. You can see Jordan; he's pissed off because it was a defensive lapse. You know, you can't blame yeah, nobody, Jordan for that. No, and and, up, yeah. and you figure Garcia would have been where Camari was, so he wouldn't have been. Yeah, it would have never made a big difference. But but you it's know? like not the position; it's the organization, like. I but played that, on teams. There's if, always if that one look, or two guy who would dig quarterback yeah. stuff. But if you look where Camiri's at, if that's Garcia, he's still – he's, he's not making the play. Though. That's the He's issue. not making the play. And the play should have been made by Gomez or or, 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 or Manley. Really, it was more of Gomez. Well, you, you're a goalkeeper, Robert. When you have plays when you have plays like this, that that because it was a breakdown. I think everybody w- would agree, unfortunately, it was a breakdown. When you have the defense break down, even what you as a you know you know as the goalie you know Kamari was right here in the position. Do you think having do you think having Garcia to be able to boss the line would have changed the changed the direction? Like, I mean, do you abs- think him being able to shout out instructions is that something that's gonna absolutely absolutely because you start leaning on certain individuals like you start to. Fill a role like there's people that are quality players. Don't get me wrong, but you start to learn. Okay, the goalie's going to dictate or like kind of direct traffic, but then they may be leaning on Garcia in that way, and then all of a sudden he's missing. Each person's trying to figure yeah. out. Okay, and now now there's more uh more more uh, Indians instead of like a, a chief. You know, there's like yeah. and and so they're starting to like oh, and there's starting to be these like uh, defensive lapses. <laughs> Ever since Garcia's been out, there's been a lot more of these like. 
Yes, you know, I agree like, with that. Like, yes. like, 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 uh, like these plays where it's like, oh, disorganization offense. Not ten of them. They're still quality bet in the back. And don't get me wrong, but like, to me, it's like, I in teams I played with, you're like, you look at this guy. This is the leader. So he steps up and he starts dictating traffic. So, yes, absolutely. I think not that he could have made that play because he could have been where Camaria was, but it would have. There's a better chance of it being more organized in that. Hey, so hey, look, this guy's coming or the runner's coming. You, I was a vocal bully. <laughs> You can so, hear me from a mile away. Let me ask you a, a question here, because Jordan's looking, Kamiri's looking as well. Um, could they have shout? You know, is that maybe kind of the communication that you're talking about here with you know without having Garcia, maybe yes. you know maybe yelling at, you know at at Shannon or yelling at Manley or you know even mm-hmm. even Kamiri stepping forward because you can tell he's you know he's pointing to the back. Hey, you know, watch the back. Um, but the. the you know, well, I guess he was following number 30 uh, for that here. And he tried to pick up after the fact, but it's too late. The killer himself delivers the equalizer. But you do see a play where Kamiri is pointing to the, to, to the left side, not to where the, where the ball side was, because he was organizing the back side. The back side, yeah. And you can see him point out, so he wasn't looking at the – he was more concerned about the backside, and it hadn't even even been Garcia. I, you know, like I said, I think this it would have been the same result. It's just it was just bad communication, you know, from Manley and Gomez. Now, could have Jordan as a keeper kind of recognize that and say, "Hey, I need someone," and then you can tell and tell with his reaction that it should have never gone in had no, one of those guys defended it. And Darius was, you know, commented missing Garcia during those times here. And, and, and so my, you know, we're going to finish with, with the, with the replay here. Um, but, you know, for the two goalies, anything that Jordan could have done or just, you know, just, it was too, uh, you know, it was a, basically a one-on-one and he didn't really have a shot. No, it's tough. That, that, it's that's a tough a, shot. It's a chip. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough, it's like a misdirection tough. pass. You, you should never let that guy have free runner in the, that, in that, in the box. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only other offense they had right there. That, right there, that sequence is a little scary. Outside of that, they did nothing else. So, here's my question. That one, that at that, I don't remember which minute. I think it's probably the seventy-fifth minute when everybody was by the bench. What was going on around that part? Because I was, I was asking Robert and I was asking people around me, and I didn't, I didn't it, know what was going on. It looked like they tried to put a soccer ball that was a New Mexico soccer ball instead of the official one into the match to speed it up. That's what <laughs> I was hearing on the broadcast. So the ref was trying to give the ball back to him, and no one was taking it back, so it delayed it. Like uh, <laughs> it wasn't the official match ball. <laughs> Because uh, it we went out of play and instead of letting the ball like, bring it back, yeah, yeah, they were trying to like throw their own ball and the rest like, no, you can't use this. So this is one of your team balls. I mean, not that that matters, but that's what that's what they said on the replay. So let me let me go over the stats here uh, real quick, and then there is one question that I have, and you know, I'll ask the question here for you guys. The sixty second minute, uh, Lynn came on for uh, Nacho, and um, Collier came on for. Uh, um, uh, 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 Pirano. Pirano, yeah. 
question is, what happened to our attack after that? But looking at the stats here, and this is why I bring it up. If you were to guess how... Well, here, let me ask you this question if you guys haven't seen. How many shots would you think San Antonio had for the game? By that time, we probably had maybe four or five shots. Three or four. On goal? Well, no, just shots. Just shots. Uh, probably four. Maybe five, four. So San Antonio had told, and this goes for New Mexico as well. And this kind of shows, you know, we're going to get to a stat that that's uh, that's uh, Rafa's stat here. But each team had seven shots for the game. First half, San Antonio was five and three, uh, you know, and New Mexico was four and one. Second half, they only had two shots, one on target, and New Mexico had three and 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 one. Um, you know, we had 10 fouls. They had 15. Two, we got two yellow. They had four. Um, the passing, though. Uh, we had 302 passes at 65%. They had 321 passes at 63%. So in, in Rafa's, uh, do we win or not? It's below 70, and San Antonio did not win. Um, so that stat still kind of holds. Um Tackles, they had 21 tackles. We had five. We had 13 interceptions, 13 clearances. Um, but to me, that second half on the offense, when you when you look at the flow chart of the match, basically after we scored pretty, almost right after that, our offense was it wasn't there. It just it's and that was the thing that frustrated me is we got the goal. And you know, to give New Mexico credit, and like I said, we covered we covered their goal in the defensive breakdown, but they are the ones that bossed that that second half compared to compared to San Antonio FC. Um, any thoughts on the substitution pattern? I know Jack had to come on this, or he didn't have to come on, but but he had to play either this game or um, uh, prior to Colorado Springs to have that one match prior to. The roster freeze cut off, and he still needs to get four more matches uh, in four more matches. But your thoughts on on the subs going out? Um, and it's not you know saying Collier or Jack did you know performed poorly, but the offense was not the same. I, I think I think with Jack not being familiar with it, with the rest of the guys is you know probably you know was an effect. But I, I know we had a sub Verano because he was. He did get hit, I think, in the somewhere in the rib area. So he, you know, he needed that sub out. I think maybe we could have waited a little bit longer, putting Jack in, maybe subbed in Collier for Pirano in the meantime and keep Baloney because I think Baloney was still, I mean, he was still active, mm-hmm. you know. And those are some things that maybe I think Marcina kind of needs to look at. You know, yes, we need to put him in, but let's hold back. Let's put some guy right now. Like I said, Collier would have been the obvious choice to go in right away because, like I said, he does create offense. But one of the things we were just lacking of is we just had a lot of bad first touches to even set up passes yeah. and 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 and, and, shot, and shots, and that's something we need to clean up. But that yeah, that sixty five percent passing, it's not going to cut it, and especially giving bad passes on the attacking side. You know, I like to know the numbers on that. You know, as far as what percentages, how you know how high or how low we are. Because if we can get it, you know, getting in the 70s, but I think overall we need to get to at least 75% as far as accurate passing to really win games. And I think 
like I said, but I think both teams struggled on, on, on both on the like I said, on the passing. There was just a lot of, you know, there's one that we sent out wide and it just went out of bounds. You know, I think mm-hmm. only it was Tanner to send out one, one. You know, we can't be doing stuff like that. We need to be more efficient. And I think forcing balls, you know, I know we, our kick, it's our kickball style, you know, trying to get it up from the back. I think we need to kind of limit that a little bit, kind of pick and choose when we have – if we have a 1v1, okay, send it up like that. But we we need to work it up the field a little bit more, kind of kill some clock, especially we have a league. Hey, just be patient. Hey, they have to come – you know, we're ahead. They have to chase us. You know, we can kind of wear them out a little bit and then take advantage Maybe then we can take advantage of maybe some of the long balls and so forth. So but that's I think that's what we can improve on for especially for Tuesday. What what was the final possession? Because that struck me in the first half. Like we what was the final? I think uh, New Mexico had better position than we did. Yeah, hold on, I can tell you here real quick here. I was moving to the uh, RGV switchbacks match just to kind of yeah, get some numbers from that because uh, you know, playing Colorado Springs, uh, possession wise, fifty-two percent to forty-eight. First half, we were we had possession fifty-three to forty-seven. Second half, fifty-six to forty-four, and I think that's where you saw mm-hmm. that. And, and let's be honest, neither one of these teams like to have the ball. Um, yeah. but it that's does right. seem like this this match here, who had the ball had the better half. And that's what kind of struck me is just like the way they may have strategically set up for us. They're like, let's let San Antonio possess the ball because when the game's corner dominant, it's always strange. Like we have like 38% possession because we're letting that team kick it around, press up, and then we counter on them. And they weren't letting that happen. So it's just kind of like this mucked up like situation where like both teams are kind of trying to do the same thing. There's no little, no offense. It was just kind of a different, a different setup. It just struck me when I saw the initial possession numbers in the first half. Are they intentionally letting us kick the ball around and we don't know what to do with it? Because we're used to the other team. And then we press forward. We take capitalize on their mistakes and, then you know, take it to them. I, I think a lot of the, like I said, I think they're reading too much of the long ball that we're doing. And we're, we're, we're ended up wearing ourselves out because of bad passing. Yeah. If I think what, I think the strategy going, I think from fear and on out is I think we got to be patient with the ball. We got to do more, a little bit more ball position as far as quick touches and so forth, even though that's not our game. But like I said, if we can just kind of implement just a little bit of it, because that will help yeah. us maintain leads or, or, or even set up, you know, um, opportunities to, to win game, to win games because, or being I think flexible, they're already, like flexible. Yeah, yeah. we got to be flexible, and then I think that a lot of teams are starting to read us, and and that's not a good thing going into the playoffs. No, every 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 team that lets us possess the ball, it's almost like we don't know what to do with it. <laughs> we're just like uh, now, you know, it's like we're used to not having the ball. We're used to them just kicking it around, pressing forward, and then we take capitalize. And and in situations where it's like even or we have more possession, it's almost like dysfunctional. So looking at Tuesday. Um, 7.30 kickoff against Colorado Springs, first versus third uh, for that here. Colorado Springs kind of pretty set, you know, kind of trying to make a run for that second slot. Uh, you know, we're, we're going against Haji Berry and uh, Naglina, um, Elvis Ammo, Cam Lindley. Um, Lindley. And so, He's the uh, orchestrator. Uh, yeah, so – Solid team offensively. I think uh, RGV did beat them 1-0, uh, kind of using the same um, 
same pressing that we did, although looking at uh, watching uh, USL tactics, so they waited till they went to got to midfield and then pressed them. Um, but the, the, you know, RGV is playing. You know, if you look at the stats, you'd think it was an SAFC match where 40% uh, possession for RGV. Switchbacks had 60, but if you look at shots, 18 and nine for RGV, eight and two for for the switchbacks. So, Samita's a kind of favor. Switchbacks having already played RGV, um, I, I know it's away, but already having played a, a pressing a pressing team like San Antonio RGV, or is this something that where San Antonio, you know, because our you know Colorado Springs struggles with a uh, pressing team. Um, you know, still still kind of favor favors us. What kind of game do you uh, look for, Robert? I, like you said, I, I, the latter is, I think, the answer. Like, this team is more catered to what we like. They love to press forward. They love to push, push, push the envelope on offense. And as long as you don't give up early, like you don't concede early, you don't give up, you know, a goal or two and get down, and you you're forced to be the the aggressor. Dude, this this team actually is more in line with the teams we're successful with because they will they love to be offensive juggernaut like press press and then we can counter on their mistakes put a few goals in but it is a short turnaround so I anticipate a lot of subs like I'm 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 thinking considering like our 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 uh, position in the standings I think Lynn's gonna play more than than normal a lot of the players are gonna be uh, intertwined because the status of Patino and Dylan are up in the air so I can see that even more so. I, th- I think if we do what we did to them in Colorado, they, I mean, we sh- told our defense totally shut them down. I think I said you saw what what, what what RGV did. I think the the biggest key is like what what I saw with when they played Monterey Bay at Monterey Bay. Monterey Bay really exposed them, you know, yeah. as far as defensive wise. Yeah, they have a good offense, but Colorado's defense is not very good, and they got exposed that game. And I think that's something we took a page to win that game at Colorado. And I think we just kind of need to do the same thing is just be patient, but also press them in, in that midfield area and, and take yes. get those turnovers and yes. score on them. So we can do the yes. kind of the same model with Monterey bid on that first game they ever played. I think, I think we'll be fine on Tuesday. Well, whoever, whichever lineup we put up. It'd be very physical. Like but if offensively you minded game, teams don't like to be physical. If you see how tight the defense was on, on Colorado, I mean that that's really what pulled them apart, especially when uh, them getting that that trying to get that la- that last winning goal. For us, if we could keep them tight, keep the tight defense, and I'm hopefully not go to this five back again. I mean, who's well, I think say- you're gonna see the. Well, I think it's gonna depend on. So I think it's a three back, but I think for this matchup here, they played them a lot deeper than. Than 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 Marcina wants. Oh, I just don't want to see that five back again because it I felt like that five back kind of hurt a little bit. I th- I think we go back to a three four three because I think we need to press them and and because if we don't press them we allow them. I think that's what happened last night is we allowed Mexico to come into more of our area when possession and because they were pressing us for a good twenty minutes and we're, we're hanging on by a thread until we kind of whether to storm. I think this game. You flip the switch on them. You have to put the pressure on them. And that's like I said. That's what Monterey Bay did. They didn't allow them to dictate the game as far as you know. They we have to be the aggressor, and and I think putting pressure on them, they really make a lot of def, uh, mistakes, especially passing. And that's what I've seen yeah. on their losses. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're, they're sloppy. They're sloppy. In the back. There. Yeah. Uh, you press them, they make bad passes, and we can take advantage of their weak defense and, and put some in the net. And is Garcia going to be back? Because if you remember in that game, he was pretty. He was pretty monumental. He had that one save. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was a big factor. So is he he's, going to be? He's got to have to play some games because you got to get him in game shape. Yeah, because I think he, they're holding him out on purpose because of our position. And we can't, and really, you shouldn't be holding him out because we're going to have a first round. If we do get a first round bye, and if he's not getting much playing time before that, you know, he's not going to be in good shape. And I think they need to start working. If he's ready to go, they need to start working minutes with him, get him at least a half or 30 minutes. You know, that way he's ready to go for that first playoff game. That way he can start. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. And he's like, yeah, battle tested. So I have to kind of slow the roll on Garcia because I could have sworn I saw something from Jonathan Check saying that he was in practice. Um, I actually talked to Jonathan and and he's like, yeah, I don't know where you got that from here. So um, he may not be back a, as close as we think. I swear I saw something and I don't believe it was just me, but no, I saw it was on in- Instagram. It was on there. It was all over. He was all over practice. Yeah, he looked like he was fit as fiddle. So. But Jonathan, to be fair to Jonathan, because I did point him out, um, he's like, yeah, I didn't say that. So just to be fair to Jonathan, he didn't, you know, he's not, you know, I know he did the one with, um, uh, which is the other person that came back uh, recently from injury. That was Manly. 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 He's the one that pointed out Manly. So um, to be fair to to Jonathan, you know, he may not have a, he may have said it and it may just have been the Instagram post or something yes. from SAFC yeah. that, yes. that highlighted him out on, on, on yeah, because the when they when they did that, El Grito uh, uh, tryout, he, he was exiting practice. So, so just uh, to be uh, fair to Jonathan, <laughs> so. I think the other player that also was needs to probably be back is Patino, but we don't know what the status of his. Yeah, what? But I think he... I think Jack's for Patino though. If, yeah. if you're if you're talking about bringing mm. in a poacher that's athletic along, that's Patino. That's, Patino. That, that's not Dylan. Um, but you play him at a nine. Play him as a nine. If he's a nine, he's a nine. So maybe like, maybe is... I guess maybe Tuesday. We see him start in the as part of the uh, three man forward. As three forward, as man. Yeah. I mean, if 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 you're bringing him in, I think for this game you need a, th- a put. We got to go back yes. to a three four three because it's we need to press these guys. Mm-hmm. And I think he's he's athletic enough to do it to in this and has the speed to put the pressure on their defense so we make them cause them bad mistakes. So, well, I guess I should say, any final cop, uh, comments on the switchbacks before we get into the standings? Just got to win. I mean, <laughs> we got to stay ahead of Louisville. But then I think also we yeah. win, we clinch, we clinch uh, pretty much home field advantage for the Western Conference. So. Yeah, we need four points, yeah. So, and the Copa Shield, um, I haven't done the numbers, and I'm not going to be the one to make the announcement. Um, I'm gonna let uh, the Copa, the Copa Teos, uh people make that announcement because uh, I know they you know, they got to work with uh, SAFC, um, the MLS clubs, and, and all the supporters groups before you know, that's officially announced. Uh, but looking at the math, most likely uh, it seems like even with this point and with Austin tying, uh, that San Antonio FC will uh, also be getting the um, Copa Teos, um, uh Cup. 
uh, for the best record among uh, the uh, the uh, uh, all the Texas clubs, uh, both men and women professionally. But uh, like I said here, that'll be coming out uh, a little bit later um, from uh, uh, the fine folks at Copa Tejas. Uh, but looking at the standings here, uh, Louisville, 30 matches played, 63 points. Uh, they've got a max points of 75. They've got 12 remaining points. We've got 15. Our max points at 29, and we're at 64 is 79. So that's why these wins, and that's why that gap, um, Yeah. you can't afford any losses. You know, Because if you keep winning and, and, and staying in that four-point gap, if you were to, you know, let's say lose at Birmingham or lose at, at Pittsburgh or drop points Pittsburgh, to there, yeah. it still gives you a little bit of wiggle room. Uh, Memphis is still hanging around 58 points. The Rowdies, if you're looking at their recent uh, performance, 54, uh, they're starting to dip. Um, you got to wonder if, if they're going to hold on to even a home uh, home game here. Birmingham, uh, 54 points as well. Their recent forms well. Pittsburgh, 52. They were on a roll until they went to Birmingham last week. Uh, Detroit City just uh, beat Tampa 1-0 at home. Um, Detroit City on the road is a different animal than than at home, but they, they got a hell Colorado of a coach. On the road. <laughs> they beat Colorado. Yeah. So, Miami FC uh, drew Atlanta United, too, so that's a loss, and that's why they're now in seventh here. But if you look, everybody's got X's. These to set, you know, outside of who finishes where. Um, Tulsa, Hartford, Indy, Loudoun, Charleston, Atlanta United 2, uh, Baby Bulls, thanks for playing, but, uh, you know, you're fishing already, so, uh, and, and, you know, I do have to make a comment, Charleston, I know you lost to Memphis 5-0, and you ended the game 11 on 8, so, <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that game, was, I was watching the fouls, that was pretty so brutal. Slaps in the face in the little slap in front of everybody. That slap is, that looked like Patino against Colorado. <laughs> Yeah, That's except for the, the uh, except the player didn't respond like uh, the switchbacks player did. Yeah, uh, the Edwards guy. <laughs> so out west, San Antonio, uh, sixty-four points, uh, fifty-five. So we'd lost our eleven-point lead. Now it's a nine-point lead. Uh, still not too concerned about it. Switchbacks at fifty-one. Uh, they've lost back-to-back -back, uh, matches. Sacramento's the team that I think you got to look out for, um, despite yes. the loss against uh, Orlando City in the Open Cup final. Uh, they bossed uh, Loudoun United, and, and you know I watched the Orange County match this afternoon, and you know it wasn't even close. Although there was a little questionable call on the first goal where the AR raised his flag uh, inadvertently, um, and Orange County stopped. But that's on Orange County for uh, not playing till the whistle. Um, El Paso's up 2-0, going against a, a weakened uh, LA Galaxy team. Uh, no Judd and no Harvey. Um, Harvey finally got a three-game uh, suspension for uh, his uh, his theatrics on the pitch. Um, so El Paso with the wins actually above in fifth place at this point, 43 points because uh, they have the tiebreaker over New Mexico, the head-to-head. -head. However, New Mexico still has a game in hand, and you know, like I said here possibly can get it um hotter on the tails rgv um oakland roots monterey bay uh the lights uh, got turned out uh, by hartford 3-0 uh phoenix uh, that's a train wreck both on and off the pitch right now and the defending champs um mm. you don't have a you don't have an e yet but you might as well because you know sign, sign that trophy for us <laughs> <laughs> 
So, but Max points out Wes, just kind of looking at it and, and, and kind of giving, you know, giving it uh, through there here. Um, if you're looking at Max points, uh, San Antonio at 79, Loyal at 67, uh, Switchback 63. Sacramento is actually 64. So if they went out, which they'd have to beat San Antonio um, in order to do that. And, uh, you know, right before San Antonio catches a huge break because uh, Rodrigo Lopez, their star um, midfielder MVP candidate got his 11th uh, yellow right before he was getting subbed out. So he'll be sitting for two yeah. matches uh, against San Antonio against Phoenix, unless that gets uh, repealed. Um, New Mexico at 55. El Paso, even with the wins at 52. RGV's at 54. Roots is only at 51, but Monterey Bay's at 56, and they're they're on a tear. The, the fighting Gleedles are, mm-hmm. you know, and he's lighting mm-hmm. it up. Um, and even Vegas still has a shot at 52 points, although I think uh, with Danny Trejo going to LAFC, I don't really give them much credit, but Still a lot to be decided out west here. Uh, Matt, any thoughts on the standings? Uh, any anything that stands out to you? I just wish we it shouldn't have been that draw last night, and I I really think we need to win out these games. We have to we have to pull everything together, uh, whether it be the team talking it out, making sure we all are on our p's and q's, and um, just for just to keep the energy. I mean, that's that's all we can do as, as on the on the outside of the pitch. Just keep the energy up. That's that's what we're there for. So moving to final thoughts here. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Matt, since uh, you know you're you're the fill-in host for Royce. Uh, so thank you for stepping up. I know Royce uh, last minute, and uh, the Mighty Max had a you know had, had a had a game or you know something going on this evening. So. Thank you for stepping up and filling in. Uh, although your choice of jersey, we, you know, it's not as bad. You know, is it as bad as Rafa's? You know, that's you know, that's a discussion for another. Yeah, <laughs> depends on the time. Yeah, depends on the time. Of the oh, game. LA just scored. So uh, on a PK. Oh, wow. So um, hold hold the presses here if uh, El Paso's defense falls apart. But <laughs> you might probably get a red. <laughs> He's actually not as bad right now. I've, I've been like trying to ski off and look. He's like the he's like the peacekeeper. Like the last time he started trying to peacekeep. I was like, "What's going on?" It's an alternate universe. He, he transferred to Yuma, or pardon me, he transferred to uh, Kamiri. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts there, uh, Matt? Uh, just just need to keep the energy in the stadium. I mean, I, I wanna I want us to to be whole again, like we used to be. Just want to see everyone. Come out, enjoy the games. Bring your family, bring your friends. Just, just keep that, keep that push on going. Get the, get these players feeling like uh, we're we're holding their, their back. Be that support. Robert, your final thoughts. I just have two. Like, uh, I was going to send a shout out to uh, the owner of New Mexico. He was super nice. Peter, yeah, super Peter. personable. And uh, he took the banter well. He he even cracked a few jokes. He, he yeah he he was uh, he impressed me. I, I saw him last time, but I didn't approach him. But this time I talked to him. He was actually a really cool, really cool. And then the second thing is Skull Vikings. Let's go. <laughs> Let's beat the Eagles <laughs> tomorrow night. Yes, please. <laughs> As a Bronco fan, even with Russell Wilson, it's painful. 
Oh God, that's it. He's a th- he stole two hundred fifty million from y'all, fair and square. <laughs> or is it the coach? Uh, I'm starting to think it's the coach, man. Uh, Who gets paid more? Who gets paid more? Three uh, <laughs> one. Anyways, three one. They just scored again. Who? Uh, El Paso. El Paso did. Yeah, three one. Mm. They're a good team sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time. Sometimes they're horrible. <laughs> nice strong header there. Especially when they lose it loud in United. <laughs> the, the only teams that scare me are Monterey Bay and SAC because they're coming in hot at the end. I, I still worry about San Diego. I think San Diego has a team that, that can contend with us and, and but, same with Sacramento. Maybe, I think you might want to include RGV because defensively they, they – They've been they have, actually they've been doing a lot better. And offensively, they've they found a, a yeah. front three and can actually yeah. put put balls on the frame. So I'm sure San Diego does not want that matchup. <laughs> Nobody wants to go down there. But you well, they won't go place. down there. That's, a, that's yeah. the thing. That's the big thing. RGV is a different animal down there. Oh, but that's RGV Valley. that's Death Valley. RGV won't be at home. They'll be on the road. That's what I mean, though. That's why they're no. not as scary in the playoffs. Yeah. So they can't play on the road that way. They beat Phoenix they last year. year. <laughs> Everybody Let's not forget Phoenix. that. Oh, yeah, that's right. On the last year they didn't. But, but they had Rafa, a way better – anyways. <laughs> Rafa, your final thoughts? My, my final thoughts, like I said, hopefully, like I said, we kind of wrap things up, get those three points against Colorado. Uh, so hopefully we can take care of business. And then final thoughts, another derby win. Took care of business against Atletico, and last night America took care of business with Chivas. So, like I said, two out of three ain't bad. And then, oh well, you took care of Triple G too. So, congratulations! Yeah. You're riding high. So it was a it was a good day, and then yes, the Cowboys did do it when it wasn't Freddie Willie won on that final second field goal. But uh, like I said, if you're out the rushing better than Dak already. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Dak out. <laughs> I said Dak out. But like I said, we just look look for it for Tuesday. Like I said, if you have nothing to do on Tuesday, come out and, we'll, and just cheer our team on. Like I said, we're not we're not done $2 yet. Two dollar hot dogs. Yeah, two dollar hot dogs. So you, that way you don't have to make dinner at home. You know, just I'll see go out you. there. I got my just order go. ready, Robert. Order. <laughs> no more. I'll never do that again. And, and I'll and I'll the hot dogs aren't bad. The, you know, they're they're not, they're, they're not top top quality, but they're not. You know, they're, they're decent hot dogs. I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely. Right. Uh, but like I said, that's that's what I'm looking for for this week. And then, like I said, I probably won't be. You might may not see me the the next week because I'll be. I'll say hit the road, start hitting the road. So I'll be in. I think in Abilene on next Sunday. So no Sacramento uh, mm-hmm. match for Rob. Oh, Saturday I'll be at, I'll be at the Freeman, cheering for the Scorpions. <laughs> the band or the band. Wait, what's going on? The band, the band. The band. I was like, I was like, right, what? Robert's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like white li- <laughs> it's like white lion. What's going on? <laughs> they're they're indoor team now. Or <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> Rafa's going to all depths to cover uh, hey, San Antonio yeah. soccer here. So my final thoughts, um, 
one, if you can come out and support San Antonio on Tuesday, it's going to be a light crowd. Just Tuesday night match, 7.30. Um, it's going to be a thin crowd. Uh, number two, congratulations to UTSA. They got the W today. Um, finished up their three-game homestand. I know they lost to Rice, uh, but uh, they did uh, you know, get the win today against Charlotte, so congrats to them. Um, but to me, thank you uh, to Darius and, and AJ for tuning in. Uh, Matt, thank you for tuning in because I know if we hadn't Always. invited you on, you would you would have been on. Um, but I don't hear as many snide comments uh, while you're on the show as compared to you in, in the chat. I'm not sure where the disconnect is, but uh, hey, hey, I don't like to do it. I don't need people to know my face when I'm doing it. Yeah, it's a you Jersey karma. <laughs> that Jersey <laughs> triggers a karma. <laughs> so I mean, but, hey, this one's a good looking Jersey too. I'm just saying. Compared to the other one from the Nike one. <laughs> But I do think we'll have to get together and kind of discuss World Cup coverage because um, I would like, if possible, to be able to do a show uh, every night kind of recapping, and, and that may take, you know, uh, multiple people uh, to be able to do that, you know, where, you know, if I can't host, maybe Rafa hosts, and, and then, you know, we'll have, uh, you know, three or, you know, two or three people that rotates on to, to kind of discuss the, the matches for the day. Um, too. Yeah, bring on Coach Cano um, for that here. Uh, but want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening on on, on the on the podcast. We're getting close to I think uh, five thousand listens um, on the podcast here. So uh, doing yeah, we're at forty six hundred. So we're closing in on five thousand all time plays. Um, we have a, an audience uh, on you know on there about 25, 30 people that listen consistency uh, consistent every week. So do want to thank everybody. For that here, and like I said here, obviously, as we get closer to uh, high school season, um, that'll obviously pick up a little bit more uh, with coverage through there. Uh, I want to thank Rafa, Robert, Matt for uh, stepping up tonight. Uh, we'll probably have a second show later on in the week um, to discuss the switchbacks um, and then kind of preview Sacramento. I'll see if I can reach out to any of my contacts out in, you know, in Sacramento to see if they can come on and uh, top uh, Top Republic because I think it'd be awesome to kind of hear uh, the inside scoop of of their run, um, and and you know obviously the, you know, I think it's a rivalry between Sacramento and San Antonio. I know uh, Royce and others disagree. It's um, there. It's getting there. I think. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, you know, like last year's game in Sac, it's a little chippy. Yeah. They've all been to say the least. What say people the least. don't understand is Sacramento and San Antonio has always been close. It's always been physical and it's always been chippy. And it's always seems like it's came down to a call made or not made in, in said said favorite team's uh, direction that, that influences the outcome of the match. Or we can all agree California and Texas just don't go along. Yeah, so. Just ask Mitchell, Mitchell Tanner on. <laughs> <laughs> Even if, when your own teammates knock you out, when you're out alone. Well, let's just hope that he can get through Tuesday's game um, without a yellow card, so that way he gets to play. Uh, yeah, right. Gets to play there because. <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> There's no Santa Claus either. Well, if he can get past the switchbacks <laughs> match, if he picks up yeah. a yellow against Sacramento, then he He's misses the, the road trip. But you know, yeah, which, yeah. which would still be tough, but. To me, that's the one that we have to worry about. Uh, PC, I think, is looking a lot better being able to slip through. Uh, didn't pick up uh, a yellow this match here, so he still needs two before he gets the uh, two-game suspension So uh, for that here. But 
thank you for everybody tuning in. Uh, wanted to keep it under an hour, so I got to get off in about the next 10 seconds to be able to say I kept it under the hour. Uh, what's life without goals? We're out of here. Thank you for everybody tuning in.